السلام عليك زين الأنبياء السلام عليك وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه الحمد لله we praise our Lord سبحانه وتعالى who is the Munim the giver of gifts تبارك وتعالى no matter how much that we thank him for his gifts is that ultimately that we need to also give thanks for the fact that he gave us tawfiq and enabling grace to give thanks for his gifts. All we can do as his servant subhanahu wa ta'ala is to do our best. What is within our capacity to show gratitude for his innumerable gifts subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one of the greatest gifts of all after the gift of faith is the gift of the five daily prayers. Every single one of us has five times a day that we are praying to our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. And our salah, our prayer, is the foundation of our deen, the foundation of our practice. Imam Janaid is known to have said, life is essentially praying five daily prayers in waiting to die. Of course, you're doing other things, but this is essentially what life is about. And we know that the prayer came to us by means of our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi on the night of Laylat Isra Mi'raj, which is the greatest night, and the Haqq of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi and this is the precious gift that he brought back for us and for his Ummah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and it is a means for you and I to ascend on a daily basis. It is a means for us to dig deep into that, establish a connection with our Lord subhanahu wa taala. And it is of the affair of the believer is that we learn to establish the prayer and that we learn to preserve the prayer and that we learn the words of the prayer so that our prayer is not at the surface level, is that it profoundly impacts us. And when we pray the way that we're supposed to pray, following our Prophet Muhammad وسلم, the prayer will impact us primarily and most importantly spiritually is that it will change us. And those prayers that we pray will protect us. And that those prayers will ward off that harm from us by virtue of us doing what it is that we're supposed to be doing in them and trying our best to be present with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in them. And I wanted to briefly remind myself and my brothers and sisters one of the very important aspects of prayer, especially in our time, in a time where you and I, if we're honest with ourselves, we know how much we're actually truly concentrating, is that we pray in congregation, what is called Salat al-Jama'ah. We pray in congregation. And we know that our Prophet ﷺ encouraged us to pray in congregation. And one of the amazing things is, as the ulama have mentioned, the scholars have said is that we have no narration or no indication in the hadith literature or the seerah literature that the Prophet ever prayed a prayer on his own He always prayed in congregation according to what we know and this is the way that the true people of Allah are and I remember being on a plane with one of my teachers one time and Fajr came in and he came back and he woke me up and he said it's time to pray and I went up to where he was and we prayed congregation on the prayer, on the plane even on a plane, they put their deen first and make sure that they are giving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala his right and going above and beyond that and praying in a way that is pleasing to him subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
And so I want to share just a few narrations here to encourage us to take the congregational prayer seriously and then specifically focus on Fajr and Isha, which alhamdulillah now that after a long span of time, may Allah Ta'ala ward off from us all sickness and harm and all illness and especially that this disease that is prevalent right now completely ward this off from us inshallah ta'ala we have an opportunity to pray in this space on a regular basis on a regular basis together this is something that we encourage all of our people to do and for those that are not able to access this particular space that if you can pray in your local prayer spaces you can pray in your local masajid this is the best form of congregation is a congregation that is done in either in a masjid or in a musalla. And so that the Prophet said, and this is a hadith in Salat, Sahih al-Bukhari, Salat al-Jami' ay al-Jama'ah Tazidu ala salatihi fi baytihi wa salatihi fi suqihi khamsan wa ishirina darajah is that praying in congregation is better than when someone prays alone at their house or that wherever it is at their workplace, their souk, their workplace, where they are working by 25 degrees. And then he said, If one of you makes wudu and performs that wudu well, and then comes to the mosque, the only cause that motivated him to go was that he wanted to pray. He will not take one step except that Allah will raise him in a degree. And he will remove from him a sin until he enters into the masjid. Every step that you take, so one, two, three, four. Every step that you take is an increased daraja rank. Every step that you take is a means of forgiveness of a sin. Until that you come to the masjid. Is that if he enters into the mosque, his reality is that he will be in a state of prayer as long as he remains in that masjid and he's praying. And what to malaika, And the angels will pray upon him. As long as he remains in that spot where he prayed. This is why there's so much benefit in remaining seated in the spot where we prayed. You pray the fard, you remain sitting, and the angels will pray upon you. And what does it mean? The Prophet then clarifies. Yusallifi Allahumma ghfillahu Allahumma arhamhu. They will say that, oh Allah, forgive him and have mercy upon him. Malam yuhdithfi. So this is a reality. That our Prophet was informed of, that he witnessed, sallallahu alaihi He's telling us, so that you and I can take this seriously, and that we can learn to pray in jama'ah. And of course, that early generation of the companions, no one put the words of the Prophet, sallallahu alaihi into practice like the companions of the Messenger, sallallahu alaihi This is why they said, is that during the time of the Prophet, sallallahu alaihi a man would reach an age where he literally had to have two people carry him he'd have to put his arms around them and have them walk him to the masjid because he was so old and weak so that he could then stand in the prayer line and this is something i've seen with my own eyes marabat al-hajj rahimahullah 
in his later years, when I first went there, he was able to walk to the masjid, the mosque on his own. But then it reached a certain point where he, people had to keep him up and hold him up while he was walking to the mosque. And he still would go to pray in the masjid for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the way that the companions were and this is the way that you and I should strive to be. And this is in all of our different states and I know sometimes it's hard when we're working, when we're out, when we have errands to run. But the more that we make our life revolve around prayer, the better things will be. And when you schedule an appointment, when you plan your day, try to plan it around the prayer. Try to plan it around the prayer time so that you don't unnecessarily postpone a prayer, so that you have someone that you can pray with. And even if you're praying at home, it's best to have one congregation for each prayer. If you have three or four or five or six kids, don't have three or four or five or six individual prayers. Try to have one congregational prayer, if possible. And if people have different schedules, okay, maybe that you can split into two, but try your best to establish the congregational prayer even at home. And the congregational prayer is fulfilled with two people. So if you have one other person with you, that's sufficient to get the reward for jama'ah, for the prayer and congregation. But the two prayers that are most important for us to observe in congregation and preferably in a masjid or a prayer space are Salat al-Isha and Salat al-Fajr. And so we have a special emphasis on those in the sunnah of our Prophet Sallallahu In a hadith in Sahih Muslim, the Prophet said Sallallahu Whoever prays Salat al-Isha in congregation, it's as if that he stood in prayer half the night. And over prays Salat al-Fajr in congregation, it's as if they prayed the entire night. And this is why they say for the special nights, like Laylat al-Qadr and the other special nights in the year, is that the very least thing that you have to do to get the reward for that night is to pray Salat al-Isha and Salat al-Fajr in congregation. Because our Prophet said, it's as if you've prayed the entire night. So if that's the only thing that you do, you get immense reward, let alone if you do increased worship, there's even more reward and even more benefit. And this is why it's come in a hadith with multiple narrations, is that the difference between us, i.e. the believers and the hypocrites, is that the hypocrites were not able to be present for Salat al-Isha and Salat al-Subh and Jama'ah. They found it difficult because it's getting late and it gets early. And in the summer months it's hard, especially in places like where we are, where we're kind of in a northern latitude, let alone when you get up to places that are really up in the north and the times get very late and the times get very early <coughs> for Salat al-Fajr. So this is something that we should really, really strive for. And I want to briefly mention what the scholars say before we turn it over to Sheikh Walid. The main benefits of Salat al-Jama'ah. The first is, Daf'il waswas wal min shaytan Is that it will repel from you insinuations of shaitan and it will protect you from shaitan and this comes in a hadith of the prophet sallallahu where the prophet said is that no three people will live in a village or in an outlying region an outlying area 
And they don't establish a, the prayer among them, i.e. there's not a congregational prayer established, save that istahwadam alayhim is shaitan. Is that shaitan will give, have control over them. فَعَلَيْكَ بِالْجَمَعَةِ You should stick to the congregation. فَإِنَّمَا يَأْكُلِ الذِّئْبُ الْقَاسِيَةِ Because the wolf eats the sheep that is strayed from the flock. And so even if there's only three people living in the middle of the countryside, they have to establish a congregational prayer. So by praying together, it wards off shaitan from us. Even you have more concentration by focusing on what the imam is reciting and so forth. The second benefit is qabul as-salah, is that it's a means to have your prayer be accepted. And as we've learned, is that Allah Ta'ala looks at the imam, and if his prayer is worthy of being accepted, the entire congregation is accepted as a result. If the imam's prayer is not worried, worthy of being accepted, the Allah looks at the first row. And then, until that, if anyone's congregation is in, in, in the congregation's prayer is worthy of being accepted, Allah accepts that prayer. And then if no one's prayer is worthy of being accepted, Allah accepts their prayers because they came together to pray for His sake. And this is one of the main reasons our teachers emphasize this point so much in this time. Because many of us are praying and many of us know how hard it is to concentrate. But if you pray together, it's a means for your prayer to be accepted. And then third, the great reward as we heard. One narration says 25 degrees, another narration says 27 degrees in terms of its preference. Fourth, it's a means for our sins to be forgiven. Five, it's salama min al-nifaq, that way that we can be free from this reprehensible trait of uh, hypocrisy. And then finally, it's a means to be released and saved from the hellfire. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and bless us to be able to pray in a way that is pleasing to him subhanahu wa ta'ala and bless us to uphold the sunnah of our Prophet sallallahu in all of our in all aspects of our life and to give priority to the sunnah of our Prophet sallallahu over everything that is that we want or that we deem is important and may what he thought was important be important to us. Sallallahu alayhi wa May Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq and bless us in all of our affairs. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillah.